Welcome back, episode 105 of Scene 3. Today we are talking about movies that are adapted from video games. Exciting topic because we here at Scene 3, we love movies, you and I, and all of our guests that come on love movies as well, and it's a beautiful platform to express yourself and escape for, you know, books, movies, video games all fall under that kind of artistic Absolutely, artistic release. What a great theme to have, movies that have adapted from video games. Uh, joining us as our guest host is... My, hi, guys. It's Megan here. Megan, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> what do you do for a living? I've worked in the video games industry for almost 10 years now. Massive, massive fan. Yep. It's, and it's pretty easy to say that you you are a gamer nerd. Yes. You've got uh, some serious Wangers and Laffy and myself have been doing podcasts uh, many years ago together mm. for video games. Absolutely. And it's amazing we've come full circle again to bring it all back. Bring it all back to yeah. movies. <laughs> but to say your credentials are pretty impressive, how many consoles do you own? Uh, every console ever made. Every console ever yeah. made. Yeah. Is that every console ever made? Except the Jaguar and Atari. Yeah, right. We don't, we don't we count, count the Jaguar yeah, Atari. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can hook you up, though. I know a guy I, yeah. knows a guy. <laughs> you know a guy knows a guy. I can say you want to a van. Come back. Uh, yeah, no, thanks for, for being here. And, Super um, excited about it. Picking the movies to me was like the hardest part. We literally yeah. were bounced back off so I many I think we choices. took a while. This We usually take a while to pick the movies, but this one was spoiled for choice, aren't Definitely. we? Definitely. There's so That's many the movies. Part. It's really hard. Sometimes you have to fight it down to three, and then most of the time I struggle after two. Yeah. So I come up yeah. with a theme and I get two really quickly and they're like, damn it, I need a third one. But there's some so, way you just have to fight them back. As we mentioned in the last episode, the three movies we're doing are Mortal Kombat, uh, Warcraft the Beginning and Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Uh-huh. Uh, but we should mention some honourable honorable mentions before we dive into those ones because we kind of like to do that. Hmm. Um, some of the other ones. Like, Mar- Super cut. Mario Brothers, I think, is one of the the good ones. Oh, hell yes. Just because I don't know how, like, Dennis Hopper's in that movie as Goomba, <laughs> like... <laughs> How did they trick him into that movie? And yeah. um, Bob Hoskins, uh, John Leguizamo. Is that Leguizamo? <laughs> take your word for that I'll, one. I'll take your pronunciation. Yeah. 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 All right, um, all right. What about Silent Hill? Yeah, super scary. I've never played those games, but I kind of dug that movie. Yeah. And the second one was really creepy with the nurses and the big guy with the triangle head. Absolutely. The triangle head. Absolutely phenomenal. What do you think about the Resident Evil ones, though? They're probably, the mo- would we say, the most successful video game adaptions? Yeah, I wouldn't argue that they're the best, but they're definitely, definitely the longest running. Yeah, because yeah. how long? How many, there's a new one coming out soon, and that's like the fifth. Oh, couldn't tell you. Fifteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like if someone said that happened in four, I couldn't tell you because it all sort of blurs yeah. together. But, but they're, forget, like Ninja they're Turtles, good. Ninja Turtles counts. Yeah, yeah. Hitman. Hitman's Tomb a good one. Yeah, give us your feedback on Facebook though. Literally, we we'll want to hear yeah. what you guys love. Definitely jump on the Facebook because um, and you bowl. I just want to give special mention to you bowl. Who's like a German film? I'm sure he's German filmmaker who has like he buys all the licenses for games like Postal, um, Blood Rain, and uh, he makes all these movies which are really controversially are like really panned and generally they're pretty horrible. But he continues to make them and he continues to get huge actors in them as well. So keep up the good work, I say, if you can do that and make some money. Let's jump into our first one. Let's it's do it. uh, 1995's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> What a great movie. Directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. 
Why does he have two middle initials? I think just it's greedy. Because I think there's another Paul Anderson director as well, maybe. Yeah, but does he need W and S? I think it makes him sound classy. Yeah, okay. Four names. You should try it when you introduce yourself to someone next time. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a WS in there. Throw a couple extra letters in. Put it on the business card, do you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Just puzzle just people. Just pat it out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but do like X and R or something. Like, what's that? <laughs> Event Horizon, uh, Death Race. Uh, Resident Evil, so he's done a lot of those Resident it's a Evil huge movies repertoire already, and AVP, which uh, is Alien vs Predator, mm-hmm. which was that terrible movie. Oh no, the first one wasn't too bad. The second one was the terrible one with the pizza boy, and it was like focused on this kid, and it's like this is a movie about Alien vs Predator, and you're focused <laughs> on this twenty year old kid trying to. He's just trying to get laid. And, and these are all like post Mortal Kombat as well, right? So yeah, these are all post. This is, Mortal Kombat started his career technically. Yeah. He was off the bandwagon of the success of the Mario Bros. film in the same era. And I think. Street Fighters around this time as totally, well. Totally, yeah. yeah. Trying to capitalize on what's in, in vogue right now. Yeah, so he's got some good credentials. Uh, the writer was Ed Boone and uh, John Tobias, which are the two game creators, I believe, and they've written the story. I think they've been involved in pretty much every aspect of the game from, from some of the research I, I did. I think that's what, like, the funneled core DNA for this movie like, really lies on Ed Boone and John Tobias, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there was an extra writer who's done a lot of TV stuff. His name was Kevin Droney. He did Wing Commander with Freddie Prince Jr., um, I've not seen that one, um, but that was ninety six, ninety six or something. That like was Eddie, that. like Freddie's prime. Let's be honest. That yeah. was his. I thought his prime would be. I still know what he did last summer. Oh, she's all that. Oh, she's all yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh man, she's yes, all that. Bang. The whole airport. Life. Yeah. yeah, and he just <laughs> continues not to age. He'll forever play an eighteen year old teenager. Well, he's got a little bit of salt and pepper going on now. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely. Hasn't Your voice goes a little bit high when you're describing him. There, I noticed. Mm-hmm. There's some sweetness there. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a, a bit of a crush there. Busted. Freddie Prince Jr. Mm. Um, we always like to talk about the stars of the movie. Oh. I really can think of just the one, just yeah. um, Christopher Lambert, Those uh, who luscious plays White Locks. Yeah, mm-hmm. luscious, luscious. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, plays Lord Raiden, who's the protector and guardian of the Earth realm. He is just a uh, force du jour in this film. He is so creepy and just, <laughs> I just his you little laugh. Yeah. His little laugh gets me every time. That do it, just hee hee hee. And it's always like in an empty room after everyone's left. He kind of days of lives it. He's like, "That's what I wanted you to think." <laughs> he loves to amuse himself. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> clocks in at one hour and forty-one minutes, which is I think it's a pretty tight film. Yeah. Like we get we get into the Doesn't pace, we get some good action. Huge repertoire of actors. Everyone gets about six minutes each in that kind of one. Yeah, yeah. true. It's spread fairly evenly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Plot-wise, I've just written Mortal Kombat in capital letters because I just keep coming back to this wonderful theme song that features <laughs> <at> the <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I, I love that. Past it. But let's um, be honest, the plot itself with three martial artists are summoned to a mysterious island to compete in a tournament whose outcome will decide the fate of the world. Yeah, sounds pretty ominous. Oh, mate, I'm ready. So that's a pretty simple <laughs> plot, but the film itself I think is slightly confusing because is it just, are they the only three from Earth or is all these other people from Earth as well? Is They're it just from the realms, right? Is it like, is there like I'm 20 sure. different realms? Yeah, well, that's Because if that's the case. They kind of really only talk about two, though. Yeah, this in Earth this particular film. Yeah. But then yeah. there's so many, like, they can't all be Earth warriors, though, I guess. Because there's way more than they're on that one little boat. So there's other realms. <laughs> so my problem with that is, though, everyone from other realms are all look like humans. And then there's pretty much just like yeah. Goro. Like you'd think there'd be like a realm where, you know, people have butts for faces or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like change a it up a bit. monkey. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, change it up a bit. 
But we do get some supernatural um, elements in there, which is good. Um, the plot is, uh, well, sorry, our three heroes are Liu Kang, um, Johnny Cage, and Sonya Blade, Absolutely. which are probably three of the most popular characters that are. Yeah, um, Bridget Wilson, big fan of Sonya Blade. She's badass, babe. Yeah, she's really kick-ass in this. Yeah. Um, which we talked about earlier where even though she's treated like a piece of meat through this yeah. entire film, like Shang Tsung's just all over her. Johnny Cage is, I guess, a little bit more playful because it's banter and she just tells him to shut up. <laughs> but Shang, uh, Shang Tsung's obsession with her is really creepy because he she's the only one that he gets to the tournament. Everyone else is bought there by Raiden or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, and, and he's like, oh, I can't wait until the end of the tournament. It's like, what? This is so creepy. <laughs> Because uh, yeah, she gets lured onto the boat by yeah, Kano. Exactly. Which we should talk about. Um, Kano, is he meant to be Australian? If he is, he's not doing a very good job of it. <laughs> Nothing grinds my gears more than that fake American accent when they're actually Australian. I, uh, I don't know if the actor's Australian. I don't think he is because that accent's so terrible. Yeah. Um, funnily enough, I was reading about the, the trivia on and it was um, they said originally Brandon Lee was going to be Johnny Cage, but he had passed away from... The Crow. The Crow, so. Mm. Which would have been awesome. Imagine Brandon Lee in that film. Yeah, that Ooh, brings some serious some cred. Kang fights. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Serious cred to the film. And you love Sonia, so, um, Bridget Wilson. She did all her own stunts. Yeah, you can tell she really trained for it. She's naturally really ripped, but you tell it she can she can set her all. Yeah. But I want, one thing I will say is the actors in this film, they're either, like, they're fighting so much, they're concentrating so much that their acting is, like, totally not even present. Like, they're, it's so forced and it's hilarious to watch. Yeah, they. I would say probably my favourite fight scene is the kano Sonya Blade fight scene. <laughs> it's pretty enjoyable. I yeah. think, like, one of the big things that really stands out for me, as much as this movie has a questionable plot, the fight scenes are sick. That's, like, real choreography. You can tell they've trained mm. for months prior. There's and no real computer-generated nonsense. That's it. Um, with the fight scenes. Yeah. We don't get a lot of fight scenes. We don't get a lot of traditional fight scenes. We get some great fight scenes, I should say. Brief, preface that with that. Yeah. The set designs um, are sick, like really identifiable. Each realm has like really awesome like stunts with like, you know, jumping off like ledges and all that kind of thing and like yeah. tumbling into like massive kits. And, and even everything. the real sets are quite good. Like Yeah. The Scorpion Johnny Cage set where it's like in that nice little forest with all the trees. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's really nice. Yeah. Got and that CG there with that like thing coming out of the hand. Yeah, oh, get over here. That's yeah. next level CGI for the nineties. I, I I think it's uh, I probably when I think about it now we probably do get um, more fight scenes than I anticipated. We get Scorpion, Johnny Cage. We get Johnny Cage, Goro. Yeah, Luke Kang, Shung Tsung, Sonya Kang. Yes, Nut but the punch, fight scenes, yes. like the moves, are from the video game. It yeah. stays true to the like core yeah. DNA, and that is so. For great. 1995, cool. you can see they're trying to be true yeah. to the core of, of what the the game's about. Yeah, because um, we get bicycle kick. Uh, Johnny Cage gives the classic nut punch that you just mentioned, Lappy to Goro, which is punch. amazing. That boss fight, absolutely. Perfection. Yeah, yeah, and and the Goro puppet is so good. Like he's like really convincing. Right? Animatronic. Yeah. yeah, they don't. There's not a hint of computer generated nonsense mm. with him at all. The only computer-generated nonsense we get is Reptile, who is completely computer-generated <laughs> and rubbish. He appears at the start of the film. Plot-wise, there really isn't one. It's just we go through the motions and we get a good fight montages and mm. 
And I don't like I don't understand how this tournament's structured because there's no point system apparently, as far as I can tell. Yeah, like, that's something that really lacks. We get a montage of like a lot of people being kicked the shit out of, and then Shang Tsung just like sucking their soul out through his eyeball. But we, we don't have a draw. There's no draw board up where we can there's see no, who's yeah. going to match. I kind of want like a Mighty Ducks montage. Yeah, like, like the names <laughs> let's are move the up magnets. And down. Yeah. Yeah, it'll take you thirty seconds. Just Liu Kang, move it up, and then slide the magnet down. <laughs> because in the end, it just comes down to. Shang Tsung just challenges Sonya Blade to a fight. Yeah. Which is what he was planning the whole time. He just wanted to get her alone. I don't think that's yeah. what he was planning. <laughs> I think he was planning something far beyond what fighting. Well, yeah. Which is weird because I don't know what he is. He's, I don't think he's meant to be human. I think he's meant to be some kind of weird dragon monster. Well, yeah, that's not his. He has two forms, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, going forward, they all start to advance. So I'm not sure what realm we're in at that point where all these fights are taking place. Because then the plot sort of drives it into Outworld, which is kind of just the same realm but with a purple filter. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we get Reptile. Reptile gets thrown into um, one of those, like, dead corpses on the side of the road and he turns into the reptile we know from the game. Yeah. <laughs> which I love because that's so lazy how all the ninjas are the same, but um, they have different colours. Oh, that's so true to the video game, though. Even yeah. back in the, like, the 90s version on Nintendo 64, like, half the NPCs in the background, like, cheering on the characters like, playing and fighting. Because like, I was thinking about it. you got Scorpion and colors. Sub-Zero, Yellow and Blue, yeah. well-known. Still today, like, one of the most cosplayed Grey, characters smoke, ever. Yeah. Green, Reptile. Pink. Red was Ermac. See, I can remember all this, but you I cannot remember. You right now. Yeah, I cannot yeah. remember anything <laughs> from high school, like... Nothing at all. Like, that's, but I can tell you, <laughs> Ermac was the red fucking ninja from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but needless to say, they do, um, sort of mimic that in the, in the, in the, in the movie as well, which is good. Cause like you said, they keep, even though it's 1995, they keep staying really true to heart. If you think this movie came out now, though, it would be eaten alive by modern day Absolutely. audiences. They'd be like, ah, look what this happened. I think the world is ready for like another like Mortal Kombat movie in 2016, let's be honest. Yeah, like, well, they had that little TV series, I think, that did quite well. That's true. And um, now you can actually watch all the cutscenes of like the video games all in one YouTube video if you're really into the, the lore and the, the, the story. Yeah, and I guess we talked about this earlier, when you have the first game versus the 10th game, yeah. the stories are so big and rich now. And yeah. Um, you, you've got so much information you could draw upon to make a more modern day film. Yeah. Although now, like watching the film, like this Mortal Kombat movie from 1995, <laughs> the like choreography from the fight scenes and the CGI reminds me of like Power Rangers versus Animorphs. It's kind of at that level. It, it's it is awesome. That, that's a perfect analogy because yeah. <laughs> I just keep thinking of Reptile, and it reminds yeah. me of like uh, Animorphs. And what was that other show, Alex Mack? Oh. Don't even talk to me about Alex Mack. So great. That's, we'll save yes. that for your Alex Mack podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's a podcast we Stay can do. We've got a whole list of podcasts. Stay tuned for Alex up. Mack yeah. podcast. Absolutely. But it is it has, it has that kind of graphical level. And then we go to Outworld toward, towards the end. Uh, but we show, we sort of skipped over um, Sub-Zero and uh, uh, Scorpion. They're kind of really present in the film, but they're kind of used in a poor way where they're just like the goons of Shang Tsung. Yeah. yeah. And they're so the most interesting characters because he's like, these two are sworn enemies. And then we're like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And then it's just like, no, nah, they just, they fight for yeah. me. Literally, they, they fight a bit teaser. and then they disappear. Yeah. yeah, they dangle you in front of them, but then they're like, yeah, don't really develop it at all. Um, the, that's probably, that is, I forgot about that because he, he does the thing where he drags, Scorpion does that move from the game where he drags you down into hell. Hell yeah, yeah. And he does that with Johnny Cage and Johnny Cage cuts his head off with the shield. 
It's a pretty, for a 1995 fight sequence, he's on fire. He takes his mask off and does his classic fatality where he flamethrowers from his mouth. Amazing. It's a pretty impressive set piece. Mm. Sub-Zero on the other side gets, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the Sub-Zero fight where he gets nailed like so easily because it's- Katana was like, <laughs> use the element that gives life. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And then you, <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, what happens is Raiden's mopping the floors. As, as Raiden does. Two buckets yeah. of water in this empty temple. And then they all rock up and they fight. And Liu Kang realizes the element that gives him life is water. So when Sub-Zero is taking close to 24 minutes to summon his ice freeze ball <laughs> that he does, Liu Kang picks up a bucket and kicks it at him and it turns it, the water into ice spike and kills him. Hoisted by his own petard, if you will. <laughs> But it's like poor Sub-Zero, who's meant to be one of the greatest fighters ever, is just... Such underwhelming yeah. <laughs> demise. And then you've just got Chris, uh, Raiden watching on where he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I left that bucket of water there. He's a god that protects a realm and that's how he helps? Like he leaves buckets of water floating around? Hey, if that's how you're going to help, bucket of water. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, Liu Kang, we haven't mentioned much about him. God damn, that hair is beautiful, yeah, right? Yeah, it's right? It's like so a mane of a volume. proud lion. <laughs> he's in good shape too, right? Yeah, Luke Kang is there ripped. to kick some ass. He's yeah. done heaps of cool stuff. Like He's actually in the second Mortal Kombat movie, Annihilation. But Is it the same guy? Yeah, he's done yeah. De- the Death Race movies. Because I think they replaced movie. Sonya in the second one and Johnny Cage. Uh, or is she in the second one as I'm well? I'm pretty sure she's in the second one, right? I but feel like I have to watch it. Luke Kang's also done like the voices for Sleeping Dogs video games. So he's got a massive repertoire of adaptations under his sleeve. Yeah. His just martial arts choreography is just absolutely on point. Plus he brings that kind of humour to it too. Yeah. Yeah. His fight scene, I think with Shang Tsung at the end is probably a little anticlimactic. But his other scenes like are really good. Yeah. Think, yeah. The big scene where the three of them fight all the soldiers and that, he's easily the best like martial yeah. artist there. I think he carries a lot of it to be totally honest, but yeah. Originally, they were going to have Sean Connery as Raiden, I read in the IMDb. <laughs> what? That would have been amazing. And Matt, do the accent. Just did like Sean Connery, like sort of, ah, oh, hello there. <laughs> terrible. Uh, All this. He's doing the, you need the thing that gives you life. <laughs> that was Bane. I, I went into Bane then. Don't make me do impressions. I'm terrible at them. Mm. No um, more impressions. Not good on the fly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I won't do that anymore. Um, yeah, imagine Sean Connery as Raiden. This movie I would have been elevated to a whole other level. So I'm imagine so you've got Sean Connery and, and Brandon, Brandon Lee. Lee. This movie Holy makes a billion crap. dollars. <laughs> in the Were you telling me that they approached somebody else to do this film? Yeah, so Van Damme was originally poached for Johnny Cage because Ed Boon created the Johnny Cage character with Van Damme in mind. Incredible. As this guy who's a martial artist but a movie star and no Imagine one thinks he does. Imagine like, Van Damme, Sean Connery, yeah. Brandon Lee. That's next level. Shut up. 1995. Get out. You have, you've beaten the Titanic. That movie would self-destruct when you made oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> Ironically enough, he knocked it, Van Damme knocked it back to go and do Street Fighter, which is one of the other movies mm-hmm. we've covered. Released the year later, but one obviously later, production yeah. during, so yeah. that's hilarious. But we'll get into that. Mm. We'll definitely get we'll into win. that. We'll win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, overall, the the Mortal Kombat movie uh, is really cool. I dig it. Um, it. It's even, I'd say it holds up. Like, I'm pretty comfortable saying, yeah, it was I, a good watch. I watched this again, but I probably hadn't watched it in 10 years. Yeah, it was a good watch. Look, if you've only played the video games, like, I, I played the games before I saw the film just because I'm not really, like, as movie-orientated as you guys here. But I say if you've played the games and you're a huge fan of just, like, that, Button mash finding combo stuff. Do yourself a favor. It's so great. Just having a few beers. Watch it with friends. Don't yeah, watch it alone. Definitely. <laughs> I, I, I too. Yeah. Lap you. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, well, I mean, I 
I used to play the games and yes. watched it originally in the cinemas and liked it and rewatching it now. So that's the only two times I've ever watched it was Jeez. originally in the cinemas. So it wasn't R-rated or anything. It, no, I don't think it was. But no. then And then again just recently and I, I enjoyed it. So really easy to watch and it holds very true to the game. Um, like we said, all the moves are there, the special effects are there. It's a really good... You do sort of have to get just the not. There is a very nineties polish to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some people can't quite get past that, but I think you really. This has got a. Oh, really it's dated, but that's the glory of it now. To yeah, be that's why I say it's it set the up. standard for adaptations mm. to this day. It's funny though, like we're so much more, like I was saying earlier, we're so much more lenient on those ones than we are on modern day Transformers turtles. Yeah, we rip them to shreds. Yeah, we're really like superhero movies are the trend at the moment where people are like, ah, oh, he's not supposed to have that. He's supposed to have a green hat. Absolutely. Why are we giving him a red hat? He's <laughs> not guy. white, he's black. You know, like we get really hung up on all like. Yeah, but both you and I read comics. We get it. We've, you know, done, we've dedicated our like huge hobbies to these universes yeah. and then yeah. to have a movie that doesn't really like. And that's, do it I mean, justice. that's the biggest. I think Sucks. any filmmaker faces that biggest challenge of if you're going to adapt something that exists in book form or video game form or mm-hmm. uh, comic book form. You've got to commit. You, yeah, you've got to commit to your vision. Don't try and please the fans because mm. I think that's where movies really fall down flat. Yeah. Or don't, like, understand the material source. So change if you need to change yeah. things, change things. I'm all for change, but you still got to have the major themes in you, place. You're never going to keep everyone happy, though, because people used no, to always whinge that, that the, the film's never as good as the book, so now they just whinge the film's never as good as the game yeah. Yeah. or the comic book yeah. or whatever they're speaking yeah. really, like, from. With so. Mortal Kombat, there was absolutely zero character development like tr- storyline or mm, anything that yeah. can emotionally tie you to this film. So but you've got an emotional connection to that game, to which you bring with you to yeah. the film, yeah. and I guess that's where you've got to be subjective. Like, yeah. I hate the Transformer movies, <laughs> but I hate them because they don't cater to what, Transformers was for me as a young kid. Mm. So it's my hang up. I love every other film Michael Bay makes. I love The Rock, Pain, No Pain Again, Gain, yeah. Armageddon. They're great films. Um, but Transformers, I can't All stand. ridiculous. All ridiculous, add, stupid films. But, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like Mortal yeah. Kombat did pretty well when it came out, though. Like it made millions and it had a huge cult following. But mm. the second film, mm. like, really. Yeah, well, I didn't even know they made a second <laughs> film. That's how yeah. well that one went. <laughs> Well, that's three recommendations for Mortal Kombat, so Absolutely. I say we push on yeah, yeah, to our it. second film. Our second film, which was 2016's Warcraft, uh, colon, The Beginning. Yes, my personal recommendation for this yeah. episode. This was a good one because it's a 2016 movie. It's probably the, one of the newest movies we've done. It is easily the newest movie. Yeah. I paid money to done. see this at the cinemas, the cinemas, and I have no yeah. regrets, and no I'm regrets. really excited to talk about it. Directed by Duncan Jones, who um, I love from Moon and uh, Source Code. Yeah, it was Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, and Moon. Have you seen Moon? I actually have never seen it. It's actually a bit more of an art house film, but it's brilliant. Sam Rockwell's in it. Fantastic film. I highly recommend it. Mm. Um, Yeah, Duncan Jones is the director and knows what he's doing. But they're both relatively small personal stories, those films. So this is a very big undertaking for him grand because scale. it's a huge yeah. With no scale. previous like video game or like sci-fi particularly. Yeah. My understanding like, is he's a fan of the game, though. My you can tell. It yeah. like, completely rings yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, the writer was uh, Charles Leviat, who's done movies like K-Pax, Blood Diamond, Seven Sons, uh, Seven Son, mm-hmm. uh, In the Heart of the Sea, that Chris uh, Hemsworth one that was really good. Uh, yeah, stars wise, we've got uh, uh, what well, I just know him as Travis Fimmel. Right? Travis Fimmel, but I know him as as uh, Lothra uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, from Vikings. Vikings. And I yeah. always see him and think Jack's Teller. Yes, because yeah. they look <laughs> That's interchangeable. Yeah, 
<laughs> Paula Patton, Ben Foster, one of my favourite actors, massively underrated whenever he's in something. But the bluest yeah. of blue eyes. Medivh, he's just the awesome, wizard. alpha dog and he stuff like that. He makes this film. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, he plays Medivh, the head magician or guardian of the realm of Azeroth of where our film is set. Yes. Uh, and Toby Keeble as well. Oh, voice like caramel. I'm yep. obsessed. When I was watching this film in the cinemas, when I heard Duratan's voice for the first time, I was literally, I was that guy, IMDBing <laughs> in the dark, like <laughs> trying like- to see where... Why haven't I heard this voice before? What has this person done? This is like your equivalent of porn. Yeah. <laughs> Voicing it, I'd be like, oh, God, man, that's so some great. Sweet voice. He brings like true he's character very good connections to me for this, like this yeah. CGI person. And yeah, it's like the orc. movie clocks in at two hours and three minutes, which is surprisingly good considering how much is going on in yeah. this film. There it is could so have much easily gone on. for six hours. You could, you, I imagine there must be a director's cut out there. That's I didn't like want it to end. Half hours. No. But also, you forgot Dominic Cooper, who played the king, like King. Oh, Leanne. of course, Dominic Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, yeah you guys Howard have seen Stark's him other things as well. well I'd yeah. never seen him in much. Well, he just—he's always be Howard Stark, Iron Man's dad. Yeah, true. He was in the latest Need for Speed as well, apparently. Yeah, what I say. Was he? Oh, yeah, he was the bad guy in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just uh, upset the guy from Breaking Bad jerk. didn't say bitch all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't he? The plot of the films, I guess, pretty straightforward. I mean, you're a big fan of the games. I've played it for years, actually. Yeah, yeah. I had a boyfriend that got me into it back many moons ago. Yes, we did hold hands while playing at the same time. It was like super cute. So he got you into the game. Absolutely. If you can't beat them, join them. So yeah. it was definitely one of those, but essentially the movie will I truly please World of Warcraft hardcore gamers, but it delivers so much people have no idea about it as well. But essentially Draenor, which is where all the orcs live. Just to go back to you and your boyfriend, <laughs> your past <laughs> ex-boyfriend back in. who's yeah, played. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play each other or? No, he carried me through with all the dungeon stuff. One right. Of so helped me level right. up real quick. Oh, this is a World of Warcraft, right? Sorry, yes. yes. World of Warcraft. Which is different to Warcraft, Warcraft. which is... The single player campaign game, right? Right. So he carried. Look, wow, you're not doing much for feminism there. No, saying. no, I full, no full transparency. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I think I mentioned to you guys that uh, years and years ago, it was me, I lived with two housemates, and we played World of Warcraft. We signed up when they were giving away three free months. We're yeah. like, we'll do this. It'll be great. <laughs> we lived in this really crappy house. We had decent internet and we played it. Um, and it was really hard work. Like, the game was fun. I was a dwarf. It's a massive grind. Uh, one of my housemates went sexy elf because we had this whole oh, plan God about, like, sure. luring people out into the woods and robbing them. Not like, else. he would be the sexy yeah. elf luring them out and then I would rob them as the dwarf. Our other mate took it very seriously and didn't want any of our tomfoolery. And he played like a like a knight and went and leveled up twice as fast as us and got good stuff. And we were still like level twelve, and he's like level seventy nine. That's he also said no to going to the pub, whereas you was eating you were eating palmers. Like that's right, yeah, 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 yeah. He 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 learned his lesson. He he played for probably about nine months, and he was like on a full raid schedule and stuff like that, which I think is the Tuesday night when the server's down for maintenance is date night. Just right. FYI, <laughs> that was yeah, that's right. how it is. Date night. Server's down, date night. Yeah. Uh, I don't even want to ask you about role-playing in that. That's that, okay. That we can leave it at that. No sweat. <laughs> but essentially, yes, Draenor, the world where the orcs live, is dying. So the evil shaman Oh, Gul'dan. that's the name of the world, Draenor. Draenor, absolutely. That makes sense now, right. Yeah. And Azeroth is the world They're coming they come to. into. It gets bridged across by this dark portal that's opened by Gul'dan, that amazing villain with the horns and the like, yeah. crazy like. So we should probably, let's talk about the orcs while you're, do, well, you're doing the plot. I'm just interrupting, yeah, yeah. but that's what I do. The orcs are really represented quite well here because they're, would we say, three or four times bigger than a human, the Absolutely. average orc? Yeah. yeah. Um, but they, it must have been hard to get that design right without it being comical. I couldn't agree more. Because the some of the orcs, their arms are as big this. as the humans. Yeah. 
I just think the CGI, like that, what do they call that node acting with all like the dots on the person? Motion yeah, capture. Motion capture. Love it. Yeah. Phenomenal. You can really tell they've done that like green screen stuff and it's just mm. translated perfectly. And originally when I walked into this film, I had no expectations. I was super cynical about how live action would go in a CGI world because yeah. in the past it's awful. Like it's- Or combining the two together. Correct. Yeah. yeah, it can exactly. be terrible. Yeah. Uh, the first encounter, so the, I mean, the, that's the whole plot really. They come through the portal and they're going to make Absolutely. Their world their own. But there's so many but twists. Bad the story. Magic. It really takes you on a journey and it's you don't want it to end. It, it, it very much feels like it's just setting up this world. Yeah. And, you, you know, you really feel like, oh, there's so much more to come. Mm. And they mention things like dwarves and elves. Mm. And you're like, oh, you know. It pretty okay. much starts a war against the Alliance, which is like the King Lang and all that sort of yeah. stuff. With, yeah. yeah. But the, the interaction, the first interaction we get with the humans and the orcs, I think was probably my, one of my favourite parts in the movie. Yeah. Because the, the humans at the start, they're in their fancy knight armour and stuff and they get mm. that, just the shit kicked out of them. Because the orcs just come out like full force, like steam trains. It's epic. But then again, all the gear they're wearing in the film, all the like environments, they are like taken identically from the video game. Mm. But there's a lot of golden nuggets that are placed really subtly for those fanboys out there that spot it straight away. And that's why it's so great. Well, I kind of appreciate the nod to like the original Warcraft game, the single player one, when the camera would be up high and we'd see the horde moving through the trees and stuff, the big mm-hmm. battles. And you're like, that's just like the game. Like yeah. it's a nice little nod. But I love the way the, the combat style adapts as well. So the humans realize they're faster than the orcs, so they, they use their swords to slice <laughs> out things. They're, and, yeah, they're, they're smarter than Yeah, so and the combat's really good. And when I first saw the orcs, I thought, geez, these are going to be terrible when the humans interact with them. But they just, it's flawless. Like, it's seamless. Literally. Even if it's like a one on one battle or a huge battle scene with like hundreds of characters, it's just like yeah. so. Like there's some parts where I can't even tell. Is that computer generated mm. or is it they like the They pull forest? it off so well. Yeah. Yeah, like the it's, whole it's blending seamless. live action with um, with computer generated is done really well. Yeah. Super intense. Um, yeah. And I don't think they could have made this movie previously on the technology gone by. Like I really think you can only pull it off now. I think even he said that in an got. interview, yeah. like, you know, this movie's taking this long because the technology has had to be Did there. you know that originally Sam Raimi was supposed to create this about like five mm. to ten years ago yeah, and it just fell through completely, which yeah. is crazy. So Peter Jackson's so glad it probably did. got a, a bit, bit to um, contribute to something like that because he's mm. moved that oh, kind yeah, of cinema making absolutely. forward a long way. Yeah, But um, I really like the way they did it, like the look of it. It works really well. Mm. Um, yep. I think they've shot all of the the footage, the live action stuff, quite deliberately soft, so it blends in better with the CG. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but it just it looks really grand. And Even just the landscape's and, simple God, but yeah. effective. Like Jerry's you see, this beautiful is a handsome land. orc. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> really? Wow. Okay. I don't know the I'm anatomy of an orc, but I imagine because you got we've got a love story there between an orc and a. Um, uh, Ragnar's, what's his name again? Do, do some, I call him Ragnar. Ragnar, yeah. Ragnar and the uh, Paula Patton, who plays the runt of the litter, she's yeah, described yeah, the as. One that well, she's human sized. So she's yeah. human sized, but she's got yeah. the cool big orc jaw with the teeth the, the and the teeth. Things, yeah. yeah. But there's a bit of love interest going on there yeah. as well, and it's like, oh, I wonder how that works. Like, mm. half human, half orc. Can yeah. we do those things? Mm. Yeah. Just pale. And, and there's a great story with the lead orc, who I can't remember who he is, who's the one who's like. Um, realizes that the, what the orcs are doing is wrong, and he's, he's the chieftain. Yeah, the chieftain. He's a, yeah, is he a warlord? Yeah. I can't, uh, the hierarchy I can't remember because it's like warlord chieftain. Yeah, but him and he's like the Shit scene with him go. and his ba- his wife with the baby. Yeah, and then his wife fights to protect the baby, That's and the Juritan, other guy yeah. gives We're talking about Juritan. Juritan, yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, which is all cool. Like, and you forget. Oh, I'm just watching a bunch of orcs mm. like having interpolitical uh, party swapsies yeah. while. Yeah. Like she dumps her baby in reeds and sends it down river to protect it, and 
it's quite it's touching. Almost, and then I realized tribal, none of yeah. this is real. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. But it's so good. It draws you in, absolutely draws you in. Um, I, I love the love that whole part of the movie. Yeah. I wish I want more of that. Yeah. Because the bad guy is such a good bad guy because he's evil and corrupted by this. Du- What's the dark magic called? The fell? The, the fell, fell. Yeah, yeah. Good memory. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. great is that? Like the green the liquid, green. That all the orcs drink yeah. and everything, and that the big like golem fight where that. Like That's the right. Huge yeah, the clay fell. thing forms. Yeah, and you can see the powers corrupted him. Mm-hmm. He goes crazy. Yeah. So the um, Ben Foster's character, Medivh, yeah, Medivh. gets corrupted because you think he's going to be a standard villain, but he's not. You can see he's someone who's been forced. Yeah, to plot twist. Super mm. exciting about that. Yeah, it's I good. I didn't see that coming, and I really appreciated that. Yeah, because normal fantasy would just take the easy road out on that and be like, "Yeah, yeah. look, he's this dude." I'm so keen for a sequel. I'm not going to lie, but yeah, to all the listeners out there that like. Don't really think World of Warcraft is, you know, that exciting. If you're looking for a blockbuster film that you want to have on a Friday night with a few friends, like definitely, absolutely, I would, I would definitely recommend this film. Um, the only way I'd say not to watch it is if you don't like fantasy films. Fair. Mm. Some yeah. people I know who I hate fantasy films. <laughs> Anything with a dragon or an orc, or they don't want to watch. So, <laughs> yeah. But anyone else, I'd definitely recommend it. There's yeah. some good stuff in there. Some we got flying griffins, which is I love that part with the. Although that always irritates me, you know, when he he's like, I'll meet you at the site, and he runs out and kicks the doors open and jumps off the balcony and the bird catches him. And he lands him. on the bird, yeah. How yeah. did you tee that up? Mad skills. That's not something that you can practice. Do you think like he practices that yeah. from the ground level at his castle? And then there's like 50 times the bird missed him. You only get one take at this point. He's buddy. like, as soon as you hear those doors swing open, you fly underneath <laughs> the castle. This is your mark. You I love that, that though, because in the game you used to collect mounts, so like seeing all that kind of stuff in the movie, yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the online one, you had all different kinds of mounts. That's right, yeah. big, fantastical. <laughs> the game's ridiculous now, though, isn't it? The online game. The it's Eternal actually the expansion. most recent expansion, Legion, has almost, like, doubled their subscription base. It was at its lowest ever level a month ago since wow. its release. So it's back, baby, with a vengeance. Yeah. They've absolutely smashed it. Um, will your current boyfriend bring you onto this one? <laughs> He's already tried, but I work, like... Two million hours. <laughs> excuses, excuses. Yeah, it's a game where I think you do need a time. You need to make a commitment to the game. If you want to get the most out of it, it's That's definitely it. a... Yeah. It's a full-time job in itself. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. You get out what you put in, but I, uh, no yeah. capacity for that. I'd rather play Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Fighter match you want instant win. gratification. Absolutely. Yeah. Not the long haul. Uh, so for me, it's definitely a recommendation. I yeah. would say watch it. Uh, you'll enjoy it. It's a nice big epic film, mm. something my dad would love to watch over three nights because, you know, he falls asleep. <laughs> just 45 minutes yeah. at a time. Yeah, 45 <laughs> minutes at a block and then he falls asleep and then another 45 minutes. We should have him on the show, actually, and just review the first 45 minutes of three different films. <laughs> We'd and have to make it a 45-minute episode or he'll yeah, not off. Absolutely. That's so great. Uh, and then we've also got his Alzheimer's to contend with because he forgets he watches movies. Like, as he's got older- <laughs> Did I say that he like he's. I'll be like, oh, this is great horror movie. Have you watched it? And he's like, no, no, let's watch it. And then twenty minutes, he's like, oh I'm yeah, that guy's this. the killer. And I'm like, Dad, you are getting these memories. Spoiler alert, Dad. My mum is convinced he has early set on Alzheimer's because he just forgets things like that so much. Oh, like God. it's so bad. But win for him because he gets you know. Oh, it's all new excitement. It's all new movies <laughs> until he realizes it's, like it's so funny because he'll go, that guy's. Yep, yeah, I've seen this. That guy's Does the killer. And I'm like, check. <laughs> yeah. He's like, let's watch it. I'll fall asleep in ten minutes. Uh, so yeah, definitely recommend for me. Um, I'll do. We'll recommend this to my dad to watch. I don't think he'll make the two hours and three minutes, <laughs> but I'll definitely might. recommend. You guys? Yeah, I I enjoyed watching it. My only issue with it is there's a lot of information to take in. So you can see they're trying to cram everything in for people that haven't played the games. Yeah, fair call. And I've played a bit of the games many many years ago. Not World of Warcraft, mm. just one of the other Warcrafts. Um, so 
I sort of went in with a minimal amount of knowledge and I felt there's quite a lot of information there, so it can be a little overwhelming. It could easily be a Stephen King, you know, nine-hour epic. <laughs> TV I wouldn't have said yeah. 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 But I totally um, agree with you, to be totally honest. Yeah, but otherwise, like, really beautiful film. But really at well least done. they visually give characters different looks. That's correct. Yeah. So Absolutely. you don't have what I call Game well, of Thrones yes. syndrome where it's like, Oh, Lufnur Klakler has done that to Black Lock, which no. I'm always like, like hey, what they from again? Yeah. yeah. Like, just describe them like he has an eye patch or he's yeah. missing a leg or she's got red hair and shoots lightning from yeah. her eyes. See, if you've never played World of Warcraft or Warcraft, walking into it, you'll survive without yeah, any pride knowledge. And that's what yeah. I love the most that's about the, it. That's why I love that distinct visualisation, especially the orcs. Yeah. There's one missing an arm there's, and he's not the he's the half bad one. One's darker green yeah. and the other green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it kind of really helps you connect with the film yeah mm. awesome. so obviously you're going to recommend it yep thumbs up for me absolutely yeah. uh yeah that was War- warcraft uh warcraft beginning colon is it colon right yeah totally colon. Who, who is this colon guy colon <laughs> colon always check your colon third movie that colon we looked guile. at <laughs> we travel back in time back to 1994 and we looked at street fighter Street Fighter was directed and written by one man. One man took on this challenge. One man and one man alone. One man alone. He's done a lot of TV as a director. As a writer, though, he'd done movies like uh, The Running Man, Die Hard, Judge Dredd, Beverly Hills Cop 3. So he's got some good credentials as a writer. Mm. Don't forget Lara Croft Tomb Raider. And Lara Croft Tomb Raider, yes, of course. But did he have anything to do with the game, Shane? He had nothing to do with the game. Oh, yeah. that's, that's odd. Fundamental flaw one <laughs> of many. I, I think he might have seen the game in a box somewhere on a shelf. Mm. Don't think he played the game going by the, what happens in the plot. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, Stars-wise, obviously Van Damme and Kylie. Oh, where like Kylie. 100% Kylie of the Minogue, budget yeah. went to both of those two actors. So yeah. <laughs> it was uh, really obvious. I can't think of – I was never really a big Kylie fan. No, no offence to people who were – was she big then, 94? I don't oh, know. Her prime. She was neighbours. When did she leave neighbours? She, she was never small apart from her physical stature. She was always <laughs> yeah. big. Yeah, because 94, I guess this would have been her stepping. I think she tried to use it as like a platform, kind of like our like current day Margot Robbie situation. Yeah. yeah. So to break into the international, get out of, was it Home and Away? Was it Neighbours? I can't remember. Oh, it's definitely Neighbours. Yeah, yeah right, I'd love to see yeah. Margot Robbie play Cammy in this. It would be amazing. Honestly, God. Hey, I would pay to see it. that. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think she's yeah. locked herself into old uh, Harley Quinn, but yeah. you know what? Wouldn't ever yeah. say no. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. another podcast. But she doesn't, look like, she doesn't look like herself as Harley Quinn, so she could pull it off. Mm. Accurate. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we're clocking in an hour and 42 minutes. Nice. Which... Um, yeah, it's probably about right. Yeah, maybe 42 minutes too long. Oh, maybe, yeah. An hour and 40 minutes too long. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you guys uh, don't seem to have the love for this no, film that I have. There's, no there's a bit of hesitation there. Like, <laughs> do you want to take a swing at the plot, Lappy? Since Please. So, yeah, think, so M. Bison, as, M. Bison the, as the villain. Oh, who's our other star I forgot to mention? Um, oh, yeah, Raul Julia. Raul Julia. There, yeah, he was actually really sick during this production of this movie, by the way. His last like, film, wasn't yeah, it? Stomach yeah, stomach cancer. Yeah. And they, he didn't reveal it until like after he'd signed the contract. We can all agree that he's the best thing about this film. 100% he carries yeah, it. But they actually like sped the maniacal up the villain. action scenes to the, like the start of the production. So Because he was getting so sicker get and out. sicker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the ones he could just like. And you get a nice dedicated message to him at the start of the film. I always dig that when yeah. someone's I'm, sort of passed away. Unfortunately, yeah. I, it's not the legacy I'd like to leave. It's not. No, you'd rather him as Gomez Adams. Absolutely. Because he's fantastic as Gomez Adams. Um, That's a movie we need to find uh, to watch. So, I mean, he has his moments as M. Bison, and yeah, it's oh. not the actor. It's definitely the content he's got to work with. He just gets that 
scenery and just starts chewing it up, you know, like (laughs) that scene with Chung Lee where she's talking about her family being brutally tortured and murdered by him, you know, coming into storming their small village and he's just changing his clothes. He's getting out of his armour. He's saying nothing. He's brilliantly saying nothing, (laughs) just smiling at her. He changes his hat and he's got like 15 hats on a hat stand. He puts his like, you know, uh, Hugh Hefner robe on. He makes himself a martini and then she finishes and he's like, hmm, he's like, you know, the day M. Bison came to your village was like the worst day of your life. For me, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> She's like, oh, what a villain. But every scene he chews up, but I'm sorry, I'm yeah, digressing. The plot. I'm I'm dying. Dying. Yeah, the plot. So, <laughs> I need to hear the plot. The audience needs to know the plot. Come Absolutely. on. The plot. Uh, so M. Bison's kidnapped a bunch of people. He's an evil it's dictator. Like 80 something people. 81, because it's he, mentioned 17 times. And he asks for a stupid amount of money. $20 million or $20 billion, I don't know, right on the Facebook page. But it I'm struck sure me at the time that it was nowhere near enough money to be asking mm. for as a ransom. You're supposed to be this massive badass. But, but what country is he from? He's not from any country. What what country is he representing? Shadaloo. Shadaloo. Yeah. <laughs> made up country of Shadaloo. Well, that's right. Well, we can't go and offend real people. No. God um, forbid. So, and so he's trying to extort the AN, not the UN, the AN. <laughs> Who look remarkably like the UN. Yeah, yeah, the yeah that's, nations, right. that's right. Um, and that's sort of it. Then everyone comes to try and stop the bad guy. We've got Colonel Guile, which is um, Van Damme. Yep. He's leading the force to... To kick his ass, basically. Yeah, he's got Cammy in tow, which is Colin Minogue's character. Yeah, and we've got um, Chun Li, which is she's a news reporter. She's a news reporter and with she a works mysterious with, past. With E Honda, who's like a technical guy, and Balrog, who's like a, a cameraman. Camera guy? Yeah. Like weird all, way, all the way around. This yeah. movie didn't need to be called Street Fighter. The only thing it has to do with Street Fighter games. is the name. And the names of the characters. Exactly. That's all it has to do with Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, it, it could have been called anything. Yeah. I do anything like, Fighter. There, there is some nice little, um, you know, pearls of wisdom in there. Like you've got, um, is it Bisontopolis or something? Like, Bisonopolis, Bisonopolis, yeah. He's going to build his own city and he's yeah. got bison bucks or something. Bison bucks, he's yeah. got his own, because he tries he's to pay. make his own currency. Oh, so we've got Saget and Vega in that, who I was saying to you guys, Vega's so weird in that because he's just like, yeah. he's really harumphing he's, a he's lot, very, throwing his ponytail around. Yeah. Yeah. Don't But you said he was like that in the game. Zangief, 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 of course. one liners. Yeah, his zingers. Yeah. You guys got paid. Like, like, to me, oh. that carries the film. Yeah. It breaks up the monotony. There's a lot of humor in there. The My favorite line. Um, was Balrog and Honda are in the prison and he's tied up and he's bound and he and, and Balrog says to Honda, quick, give me a hand. And he's like, we've only been in prison for one day. You know, ask me again in a month. Like that would have gone over kids' heads. Phenomenal, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a great little gag. Yeah. Um, because the, the prison guard's torturing him to no success and getting quite frustrated. Even in that scene where they're all watching the villains like drive down in those big pajeras on the, on the screens and all the characters are like watching, being like horrified and it, he's like, oh, quick, change, change the, the channel. channel. Like, <laughs> right. Everyone's like, yeah. what? That's right, yeah. Poor Zangief. Yeah, yeah poor Zangief. He's so good in that. He's, yeah. he's the big idiot. And he's like pretty much by the end of it, he's just in his Speedos and wrestling smock. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm they nailed the haircut though, didn't they? Oh, he's, he's probably the most accurate yeah. physically. Yeah, like, he yeah, looks yeah. really good. Uh, uh, but yeah, there's really no bomb beyond that. We, we don't get a Hadouken. Ken and Ryu. Yeah. We don't get Hadouken, which upset. We get the move, don't we? we he does He does the hand yeah, action. Yeah, but nothing but comes we, out. We don't I get want, a fireball. Yeah, yeah. I want a blue fireball. I want my <laughs> Hadouken. Uh, there's, yeah, you've got so many little subplots, but they're all just basically trying to kill him. It's all going to this big battle in the temple in Shadaloo. But Bison's just getting a little bit weird and... 
So he's got uh, scientists. We've got Daha, um, Dalsalem and Dalsim, Dalsim. Yeah. Blanca. Blanca, who is Carlos Blanca. Blanca. That's um, his actual name. That's his actual name because that's <laughs> the level of creativity we're dealing with. But again, like so many characters, no development on any of them. Nah. Just some really crazy epic fight scenes with like phenomenal choreography, martial arts, and ninjutsu. Again, we, we, I mean, there's not really a lot of fight scenes in mm. this though. There's 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 are. They're very like. Or, like beautifully staged, like let's be honest, there. Uh, yeah, like, like a big the, like then, production. Yeah, no computer generated nonsense no. again, um, except for Bison with his lightning bolts. Yeah. But he like explains this whole movie that with science. Was supposed to be R rated. I think they had a massive budget to start with. All the money went to like Van Damme and Kylie, and then essentially when it tried to be released, then like the people that rate the films were super sensitive about it. Ended up cutting out all the gore and pulling it back to PG-13 yeah. again. And it, yeah, really flopped on release. I reckon there would have been a lot of reshoots for the gags and stuff because this, this this thing is dripping in one-liners and gags. <laughs> it's just all over this <laughs> film. It, it, Everyone it, has one-liners. It pads one-liners. the whole film out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, one of my favourites, again, was the when um, – so Ken and Ryu, their subplot is they in, they ingrain themselves – they infiltrate, infiltrate the, yeah. the Sagat, um, Sagat's criminal ring, which is in cahoots with Bison. And when they reveal themselves to be spies and Bison like really meanly turns around and looks at Sagat, who, if you know what Sagat is, he wears an eye patch and a suit. And he says <laughs> to him, guy. I guess you didn't see that coming. And he covers <laughs> his hand with his eye. And you're like, that is so rough. Like, yeah. what a rough. Like, I feel like they should have stopped and someone should have said something like, People would cringe like, today. Yeah, like, no, like, even if you were a member, you know, if I was, like, working on one of the consoles or something over there, be like, Bison, too far. Yeah. Like, we're all here talk- to work for you. But you man, can't talk is- to an employee like that. You'll yeah. end up in a HR meeting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get classic Bison at a HR meeting with some 45-year-old lady called Shelly <laughs> telling him why he can't. Like you had talking about your feelings, yeah, right. right. So you guys played Street Fighter back in the day, yeah, yeah, Xbox yeah. 360, all that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. I mean, oh wait, we go Super back Nintendo. You're talking <laughs> know, to two old dudes here, yeah. right? That's my 360. To this day, Street Fighter is still one of the most competitively played games all yeah. over the world, and it's got a huge following. Massive, doesn't it? yeah, it's huge. Um, Probably, yeah. I mean, again, this film doesn't really relate too much to the Zero. game. Nothing to the I game. I mean, Not Colonel Guile. He's in the Air Force. In the game, yeah. In the game. And in this, he's just a he's Like some kind of trooper. I don't know. <laughs> it does make it. He, um, not once do we see him with a plane. Yeah, they actually, no. like, were supposed to cast Ryu, Ryu with Kenya Sawada, but they pretty much, like, because he couldn't speak English, made a totally new character for this particular person. Yeah. So, yeah, they really tried to, like, fit it perfectly to get actors that could do humour as well as choreography with fighting. So it's just really, yeah, mm. no plot. You've got to no, rely on that no. kind of thing, mm. don't you? Yeah, Which is why I'm gotta... really, like, salty about it. I love Mortal Kombat so much more just because it's yeah. just yeah. It was so, Yeah, it was so game. much truer to the yeah. game than but this is. What you don't get in Mortal Kombat is probably one of the greatest lines delivered into cinema history, uh, which is when uh, Colonel Giles is explaining the plan. I say plan very loosely. <laughs> he basically says we're going down river in an invisible boat, a stealth boat. Um, An experimental then, stealth boat. And then boat. we're all just going to storm the, the temple. That's where he is. And it's like, well, that's not really a plan so much. It's just we're going to go there and fight him. It's just telling us what you're going to do. And I think it's like his third or fourth in command gets up uh, a Japanese actor and says... Like, I can't remember the line, but watch the film and you'll hear it because it's like he's reading off a giant cue card behind Van So Damme. great. <laughs> and he says, that is a suicide mission. Someone who to do that would have to be a crazy pilot. <laughs> like, it's just demented gibberish. 
And Van Damme obviously responds with, well, lucky for me, you know, Bison has driven me crazy over the last three years. I love the way that all of your impressions sound like Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I just, yeah, sorry, I do. I can't do, I can't do impressions. You've got no accents. No, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> so again, this movie is best enjoyed with friends. It is Absolutely. definitely like a part, kind think of like a you gag. use the word enjoyed loosely, I hope. I definitely do. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's something to make fun of, absolutely. Except yeah. for the very serious speech that you all forget the speech that he gives about. Because they did. The, the very moving speech, which, which is like, preceded by my favourite part. Yeah, what. This whole point doesn't. Like, why in this film does the, the AN decide, yeah, we're going to pay him the money? So uh, pack it all up, guy. To send everyone home, we're going to pay them the money. We'll, like we'll get a weird plot to have. Well, because it's a stupid amount of money anyway. They can afford it. Yeah. Let's pay the $20 million. Yeah, and, and, and obviously that upsets And Van Damme busts Van Damme. out. Um, he gets all uppity with his commanding officer who says, you know. Um, a guy have, in a suit who. Yeah, who's like trying to hand him orders and he goes, have you lost your mind? And Van Damme responds, no, have you lost your balls? Yeah, that was good. Nice. But you've lost your balls. So what a zinger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then he gives that great speech about, but it's okay, we can go home. Yeah. They say the war is over. So and have a shot every time Zangief rips one out. <laughs> <laughs> just like, and he's just like, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? Yeah. I just love that. And they all come and they run. And then you, your favorite character, the lawyer. Yeah, he's trying to get the paper he's, to him. He's, he's like, trying to give him his come on, orders. Come on, this has gone too far. Everyone's getting in the boat. Stop them! Stop them! You've revved them up too much. They're all excited. Everyone, go home. Stop fighting. But I love that the AN doesn't even contemplate a rescue mission. It's like we'll just pay him. All just right, pay the money. He'll sure. We he's don't even know guy. where he is. He'll um, give the we'll just pay back. him. Yeah. yeah, he seems trustworthy. Yeah, he was showing me his plans to take over the world. And in oh my god, that's the other thing I just remembered. The Bison Bucks. So he's got money with his face on it. And Saget's like, why would I want these stupid bucks? And he's like, oh, you'll find out because the world will have them when I kidnap the queen. Do you remember that? And he yes. threatens to kidnap the queen. he's saying that one bison buck's going to be worth eight Five British pounds, pounds or something. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's something what a legend. Stupid. Entrepreneur. Sorry, bison. You have got your hand in too many pies. <laughs> you blackmailed and the AM for up his ass million as well. Yeah. yeah. And now you're going to get a pot to kidnap. Like, this is- <laughs> he must have a brainstorm room where he's just like, shit we can do across the world. He's got a whiteboard. And he's yeah, he's like, kidnap the queen. Like, exchange the money for our money. You know, it's a do list. Yeah. Bill Bison, Bisonopolis, you know. He's he's a brilliant villain. He's uh, No, he's not. Amazing. He's a terrible villain. He's a terrible villain, but he's an amazing person. Yeah. The character he creates. And, like, I guess he was just hamming it up as much as he could, like, in his floating platform and... Uh, oh, God, there's so much going on, but none of it coherent <laughs> or related to the video game at all. So, this is probably the least related one. Yeah, to we, yeah, we, yeah. we miss out on everything. Like, Dal Sim's in there. He doesn't spit fire once. That's such a good point. We get no flying uppercuts from Ken. We don't get a fireball from Don't Ryu. hear the words Hadouken screamed. Oh, Guile doesn't heart. doesn't do a sonic boom. Like, what's yeah. going on? Mm. None of that Blanca was in the- doesn't- he doesn't do anything. He, he does just, electricity, remember? He used to yeah, crouch over. Yeah, but in the, he doesn't do anything in the no, film except get That's where the film gets really heavy with um, yeah. when Guile goes to execute Blanca. Yeah, they're supposed like, to be oh, best friends. Yeah, they're best mates, and he's the reason he went there. And he's like, oh, but you're green now, and you've got orange hair. Boom. There's no, <laughs> no other choice. I'm going to have to kill you. But he doesn't, obviously. Um, Delsim steps Delsim in Delsim steps him. in and says, who are you to judge this man's life? 
It's like, you're the bad guy that did this to and him. And I just wanted him to stretch his arm from the other side of the room yeah, and I punch know. the gun out of his hand. Which like, is what we were talking about earlier. Arms? I said to you, this, he, when he gets pushed back, he hits the bag of mutagen and it gets on his coat and he yeah. wipes it off. Yeah. Oh, so and I was subtle like, hints, subtle is hints. that like, I don't think this movie's smart enough to be doing that. They're setting up for the time. franchise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> maybe that was just the actor actually bumped into it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who put that there? Leave that little golden nugget for later. Um... Obviously, for me, it's a recommendation because I think it's such a bad film, it's enjoyable. Oh, it's um, gone to that level. I should for you. confess I own it on Blu ray, so it was an easy watch oh. for me. I didn't have to rent it or buy it. There definitely movie. is something wrong with you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm really not keen on it at all. I just, I just waste love it. I think it's a nonsense film. If you just took the word Street Fighter out of it and called it something else, it'd call be it fine. anything else. Yeah. yeah. Just man. River battles, <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> Stealth boats that don't work. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, for me, it's, it's a recommend. You too? Do you want to think time to think about it? No. I I'm, need no time. I'm worried about it. My you. arms are crossed in an X. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't waste my time either. It's yeah. it wasn't good when it came out, it's still not good. <laughs> it hasn't it's, aged well. It hasn't aged well at all. Not Especially at all. if you liked, played the games or know anything about the games exactly. at all, which clearly the oh, writer and director did like, not. Obviously I'm not a fan of the game, otherwise I'd be like thoroughly outraged. <laughs> so if you're a fan of the game, you probably hate this Stay movie. Stay away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, do not watch this movie, pole. it will mm-hmm. anger you. We do get that one sort of guile where he flexes his bicep and he's got the American flag tattoo. Oh, that and there's like the a Chun Li spin off, right? As well, that sort of. T- yeah, so there was the Chun Li spin off that was. Uh, yeah, but they didn't want to use an Asians for it, which right. was weird because Chun Li's Asian. She definitely is. Uh, and they used the chick from Smallville. <laughs> and she's, but oh, she's moved on and done better things. She's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now, so is she's she? in a happy oh. place. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm talking about the, the Chun Li movie. Oh, yeah, I'm talking that about was, the yeah, yeah, it had Chris Klein in it and stuff. The other the the woman who plays um, she's great yeah in yeah the movie uh, and there was there's a lot of animated films which I'm told are very very good have you seen any for, of them? for no. the act, for the actual Street Fighter yeah fan. they're yeah. more true to the stories apparently and the characters yeah. arcs and stuff like that but how much of a story can these have like you said with Mortal Kombat like yeah. the first couple of games are just mashing buttons there's nothing to do with <laughs> no, well every character in Street Fighter has their backstory absolutely as convoluted so, as it is it's still yeah. Like, yeah but I think in the game once you finish it with the particular character it gives you their story or something yeah definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. so they've, they've all got and a story and an costume usually just for the sake of, <laughs> of course yeah because, Halloween ones yeah, yeah you gotta have multiple costumes yeah absolutely <laughs> well it. that's it those are the three movies we reviewed um yeah, I mean, it's a mixed bag there, isn't there, really? Yeah. I think it's awesome. I think that's, like, the beauty of it. And I think there's so many other choices we could have discussed. But if you have any uh, feedback on honorable your- Honourable mentions. Yeah, yeah. honourable mentions, chuck yeah. on the Facebook page, Yeah, guys. it's a good topic, I'd like, especially these thoughts. new bowl ones. I've only seen a few and I want to see more because the ones I have seen have been sort of nonsense yeah. um, But, yeah, I want to see some more. There seems to be a lot more um, games- developing into movies there's yeah. a lot more creative development going into video games Bioshock, these days, fingers so. crossed guys yeah. yeah can't wait for the Assassin's Bioshock, Creed one coming Assassin's out Creed, as well Fassbender, like what a time we live in, in that. yeah yeah Definitely. like that's gonna hopefully bring I think when you get a project like that with a good actor good director they give them a lot of money you're yeah. gonna hopefully you're not gonna get you know Prince of Persia. <laughs> maybe we'll have to <laughs> do another time. theme of uh, video game adaptions that were actually good Oh. Yeah, that could be. Because that, that's a much shorter I'll list. I'll see you later, yeah. next, this time yeah. next week, guys. <laughs> yeah, all right, it's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, Lock yeah. it in. I'll watch all three now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think definitely um, there's so much to, to go into that genre of 
adaptions, and it'll be interesting to see what the future brings. I'd, I mean, I'd love to see a Halo one. That would be my dream movie. Yeah, well, as, long, as long as they sick. do it properly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the last couple of games have been pretty average story wise. Hey, if they can get Bungie on board to write the, That's the story, exactly yeah. what it needs. Yeah, yeah. 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 And whoever did the music in that game, because that music, oh, oh epic. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Really sells no the game. problem, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. Contact us on the. Uh, Facebook page. Facebook page, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Give us your thoughts and feedback, movies that uh, you like, your honourable mentions. Yep, you can contact us on email ad as well. Uh, yeah, so we've got scene3podcast at gmail.com. Correct Shane as much as you like. Yeah, yeah I welcome trolling. Um, it makes me feel alive, so do it. Uh, we've got some emails. We'd like to get more so we can do a bit of a mailbag segment, yeah, which we, would be great. Yeah, we can't talk about any of the emails um, we've got If you're so listening, far. Mum, write in. That would be helpful. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, yeah, we've got the Facebook page as well where we try to encourage a bit of interaction with everyone and to talk about movies because that's the whole reason we do the podcast is that we, we love movies as a medium. We want you guys to talk to us about them as well. Yeah, we want to talk about different things um, such as next week. Uh, our theme next week is movies with strong female leads. Mm. Uh, we'll be joined by a good friend of the show, Ellie, and... Uh, she's uh, going to bring she's a bit us. of a movie critic as well. She's a movie she? critic. Yes, yeah. she writes reviews, very good reviews. She's one of those rare, rare reviewers who's actually good at their job. Yeah, that. Right. ones that actually you mean not just a, uh, a cranky snobhead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, actually expresses a real opinion and backs up their own opinion. Oh, hang uh, on. So she's outrageous, <laughs> and she's lined up three very good movies for us. We've so got what Alien, will we be watching okay, the yeah. classic Alien, which you know the original, I would the say, the original bad mother, um, <laughs> and then we've got. Winter's Bone, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you've seen that before. That's a really uh, quite a uh, one of Jennifer Lawrence's first films, and one of my favourites of hers. And then Fargo, which is just a classic. Yeah, if you haven't mix. seen Fargo, at least watch it. If not for the podcast, just for your soul, you should watch that movie. It's fantastic. <laughs> the TV show is fantastic. Everything about Fargo is awesome. If that's not a recommendation, I don't know what is. Yeah, absolutely. writing that one well, down. I Thanks, think boys. I think we know what you're going to be talking about next week. Yeah, Fargo. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's next week. Um, uh, then after that, we've got many, many episodes to go. Yeah. We're starting to get some good numbers rolling in, which Absolutely. we're happy with. Um, we, uh, we were going to talk about, for all those folks that aren't Apple people, Yes, uh, yes. if you don't rock iTunes and you want an alternative method to just uh, streaming straight on Facebook, um, Shane had a great recommendation for an app. Yeah, I'll put a post up on our Facebook, but I use one called Pocket Cast, which cost me five bucks. Um, and it's so simple, it lets you just search all the podcasts available and you can subscribe to them. And it's just a push button, easy search, very basic. And then you'll get your, you know, ours will drop every Monday. And I've got about probably 10 podcasts I listen to. And they all drop, you know, every Monday, Tuesday, whatever day we, of the we day. We should is. point out this isn't an ad either. That's just what you <laughs> yeah. happen to use. Yeah, that's just what I happen to use. Yeah. There's plenty um, of other ones out there, but that's just a very simple one. They're all yeah. pretty much the same. Plus, so if I listen to you guys by, on your Facebook page as well. Yeah. It's super easy. Yeah, and we definitely keep the Facebook page open. We'll try to we'll reach out as much as we can. Yeah, um, The subscribe thing is just convenient for us. Cause yeah, just, totally. Dr- just drops straight into your pocket. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I go to work, uh, it drops into, and I download it, and I listen to it on the way home. Yeah. Just, well, it's a bit narcissistic of me to listen to myself on the way home. But, <laughs> oh, you don't I listen mean, to yourself? I mean, listen to me. Of course yeah. I listen to myself. <laughs> Who wouldn't listen to you? Absolutely. So, yeah, that's uh, uh, email, podcast, go all crazy on the Facebook page. Just contact us. We want a bit more interaction with you guys, some theme suggestions. Yeah, anything. if you've got a theme. The other thing um, that uh, we were talking about is whenever I talk to friends of mine and I tell them the theme we've got this week, every movie they yell out at me is never one that we're doing. So <laughs> give us your um, your movies for our theme. They're probably yeah. never going to match up with ours, but it's interesting to hear um, – other people's movies on our themes as yeah, well. Yeah, going forward, once we get a few more episodes about, we might do polls and and let the audience in, in select the movies for us to watch. Oh, you weren't talking about Polish people. 
No, we won't do pole dance oh, races. Like pole dancing. Pole dancing. Oh. Like votes, yeah. 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 We'll raise money pole dancing. <laughs> um, we'll have a Patreon page. Love boys, I'll leave you to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's it. So thanks again for being on the show, Megs. It was wonderful to be looking at you over a microphone again. Um, very reminiscent so good of to our be old back. Yeah. Like riding a bike. days and video game podcasts we used to do. I'm going to go reactivate my World of Warcraft subscription now. So, uh, yeah, really? yeah, thanks for having bang. me. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. I'll po- I apologise to your you boyfriend. I'll see you in three months. Yeah. <laughs> Time for another but yeah, thanks for being on the show. And uh, as always, you come up with the theme in the movies, and we'll have you back. We'll have Bring you back. It on. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Challenge accepted. Great. And always, Mark, it was a pleasure. Uh, always, I'm pleasurable. You are extremely pleasurable. And uh, we should thank everyone for listening as well. So, sure. Until next week, Mortal Kombat. <laughs>